welcome, I think, to this week's episode of. Let me just check. As I told Colin twenty eight, now I'm like, what's the name of this podcast again? Murder most Irish. <laughs> Murder most Irish. You da, say? Da, 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 da. Let's see. Is this? <clears throat> Jesus. Twenty seven. Yeah, we're twenty eight. What? Twenty eight. We've done this twenty eight times in a row. Twenty eight times. Wow, like twenty. Tw- well, not really because we've done one week, weeks where we did two. So yeah, we have. It I was guess. twenty eight times, times in a row. Twenty eight times in a row. Yeah. And we're going to do one after this. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Jesus. Lads, we're taking a break for Christmas. Lads, Emma's making us take a break oh, for I Christmas. I am making us take a break for Christmas. We have, we, we, we all need a break. Everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a break from Sarah and Emma. So you're getting your last mm. episode on the 23rd, and then we'll be back on the 6th. Ooh, she made business. Sounds like you were like high-fiving <laughs> uh, angels. No, there was a flyer face. I was oh, going to like, Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Um, yeah, so we're taking a break. Uh, she made business We're taking today. a break to eat. For two weeks. That's my plan. Is that your plan? Eat, eat, eat. I eat, eat in eat, any way, regardless. Eat, eat, eat food. Someone said to me in work today that I lost weight. You did? And I was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> and they were like, what have you been doing? And I, I never, like, I never meant, I never said that to people. I never comment on anybody's appearance. I don't comment on That's not true. I'd say things like, oh my God, you look really yeah, well. Yeah, you look fab, but I will never I comment on I would never be like, oh my God, you lost weight. Or that thing people do where they go, you lost weight, you look really good. That's such a backhanded compliment because it's like, do I not look good before this? What kind of... And that is the way people's brains work. So I just don't comment on people's weight. This is true. Mind my business. That's what I do. That's what everyone should do. Happy Christmas, everybody. And welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Murder Most Irish. <laughs> episode 28, Emma has I wish, told me. I wish someone had a happy Christmas um, Friday at work. They were I, say, I say happy Christmas all the time. Someone rang and I was I think they happy Christmas since the day after Halloween. I'm saying it to not. you since the day you after Halloween. You have been saying it to me, but you haven't been saying, saying it. on this podcast since the, the day I've after been Halloween. saying it to the public, the general public. Yeah, in the shop. Happy happy Christmas. Ugh. I'm so done. Happy holidays. I sent to one guy the other day because he was really nice. So I was like, I hope you have a lovely Christmas. And he was like, happy Christmas to you too. I hope you have a lovely Christmas. And it's not shit like all the other Christmases you had. I think this year's going to be weird. Why? Graham's really worried. Graham, Graham keeps saying this thing, right? So whenever we're like driving around and he sees all the lights and like so many people have gone like above and beyond and done their estates and put yeah, the lights yeah, yeah. up everywhere and they're just making it like super Christmas. I have a moustache. Uh, I have a moustache. No, I have a confetti. Oh, okay. Go on. I thought you were pretty. I was like, never comment Could on anyone. Could you imagine me never saying that to you? Never comment on anyone's appearance and you're like, here, Sarah, you've got a Ronnie. Why do I just say, <laughs> never say that it would have been like I have anyway go I on was t- hoping you wouldn't know <laughs> go on tell me tell me I through. shaved it <laughs> I shaved it before I came I over <laughs> I remember many many Christmases ago um, my mum came down and had like a massive like burn on her lip oh fuck I remember being a kid and being like man what happened to your face and her being like Oh, the, uh, I was cooking chips and some grease spit Oof. up and hit me. Oh, that's not what happened? That's not what happened. She Did gave she herself a, a chemical burn on her upper lip trying to get rid of her facial hair. Jesus, the shit that we do. I yeah. remember I have really sensitive skin. Eyebrows? So Yvonne used to, my sister Yvonne used to uh, wax my eyebrows for them, and she waxed my eyebrows one day and my eyelids swole up over my eyes. <laughs> and she was like, it's fine. I was like, I can't see. This is not fine. Like, it was literally like that. You know when you cry for like 10 hours yeah. and you're like, well, it was literally like that. Like, oh, my eyebrows. I love when I, when I cry, I, my lips swell. Mind you too. And I just look gorgeous. I just feel so sexy, but yes. I'm so sad. So sexy. <laughs> um, I've given myself a chemical burn on my inner thigh and it has Ooh. never, ever healed properly. Fuck. And now if I like, if I, let's say I have to scratch yeah. I have to be like super gentle because it's really sensitive. With that like area. Oh my God. Super sensitive. Colin gave himself chemical burn in his eye because he, with hair, with hair dye, or not hair dye, uh, hairspray. He used so much cheap hairspray. And then it, to set makeup. Yeah. And then when he was dancing, it rolled into his eye. <laughs> chemical burn in your eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. And I, because I, he was going to go to the doctor and I rang the doctor and I was like, he's coming over because it was so bad. And I was like, how did you get this? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then eventually he told me he set his makeup with one euro hairspray from Deals. Why did he set his makeup? Because he's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your great story. I'm sorry. He's I, I... that he's really worried about January because he thinks it's going to be super depressing. It will be. Because he's like, all oh, the lights are just going to be gone. And, and we're going to be fully back in lockdown. Like, we're going to be fully back in lockdown. Fully back in lockdown. It'll be a full blown. Uh... I'd say the first of January hit and Leo will be on the telly. Don't book any flights. It's not Leo, it's Miho. I know, but he'd still be there. 
He's always fucking there. Mm. Don't book any flights. Don't go book any gigs. Remember, did you see that he came out last week or the week before? I was like, don't book any gig tickets because MCD won't give you your money back. And then MCD came out on Twitter and we're like, no, we will give you your money back. What? Did he actually say yeah. MCD? He was like, MCD won't give you, if you book tickets, if you book gigs, MCD will not refund you. They cannot confirm that they'll refund you. MCD came out with a statement being like, we will absolutely refund you. He's just trying to get people not to do stuff. What? But then apparently one of the guys at work was telling me, he was like, oh, you can, everybody, people can start booking summer holidays. That the countries on the amber and red list will be lessened. So if you want to like, but I'm like, but that's ridiculous because Christmas is going, there is going to be a massive spike of Christmas. I think people died yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. Um. Anyway, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Listen, we won't talk about it because it's Christmas and everybody should just have a nice Christmas and enjoy themselves and be safe and don't kill your granny. Um. Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you all have a great oh. one. So this is Christmas. Oh. And look what you How was your week? Look, I'm asking you about yourself. Um, you came, out, came out to me last week and I got bad. year older. Man, you hang on to some of that shit, don't you, when I'm oh, making no, I make a joke? I felt bad. Why? Because I did. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, look at the mess you've made now. Mm-hmm. I don't want that now. You can have the whole thing. Um, I didn't ask you. No, I felt bad. Um, my week actually this week was very good. Good. Uh, I did. Um, what did I do? I went to work. <laughs> and we're having a great time. I went to work again, and then I stayed in work yep. for like fourteen yep. or fifteen hours. Yeah. Yep. Then I came home. I went to sleep. Uh, I couldn't speak because I was so you tired. Were so tired. And then I went back to work. That was nice. Um, I had um. I was dreaming about work. I was dreaming about work. I was dreaming about rats in the bed. Jesus, um, yeah. Sarah. I was dreaming about rats in work. And then they were in the bed. Because I was having a nervous breakdown. Um, No, actually, that was last week. Yeah, I had the nervous breakdown. I was like, can you just come over? Yeah. Can, you just, can yeah. you just sit on my bed and tell me that you love me? Because <laughs> I'm afraid that you don't love me and I don't really have to deal with the fact that you don't love me. Please love me. No, I didn't. Um... Nikki, Lily did her Christmas uh, show And how'd she get on? Did they record it? It's recorded, so I haven't seen it yet. Aww. And no, and she did... Um, I want to see it when you, when you have her. She had a hand. Christmas outfit and a Christmas tray head hat thing. Ah, oh, cute. Um, what else happened? I've watched no telly. I haven't seen yeah, anything. Yeah, you haven't watched anything. I've been watching shit tons of stuff. Oh, it's... Like, I really miss watching telly. Yeah. I was just like, this week I was like, I'm going to watch stuff. What did you watch? Stuff I haven't seen before, because I have a tendency to... Rewatch. Well, I've been watching like Thirty Rock for the past seven years. Thirty Rock is our comfort show. It though. is our comfort show. They're absolutely because I watched it this evening when you came yeah. in. It's such a comfort show. I watched um, Murder on Middle Beach, which is great. Murder on Middle Beach. Murder on Middle Beach. Yeah, it's fucked up. I just want you to watch it because I want you to tell have me. You got it? I'll get. I'll yeah, have it on my laptop. Speaking, I'll watch it now. I want you to tell me. Let's just stop recording. I'll watch it, <laughs> guys. Listen. Um, no, I just wanna. I want you to be like what you think because I don't know what I think. I'm going to tell you what I think. What? Someone did it. Someone did do it. Yeah. But it was only because I was listening to MFM last week and Karen, was, and Karen and Georgia were talking about watching it. Okay. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. So I Here, it. I've stopped listening to podcasts, right? Because I'm, I'm too busy now for that stuff. No, I get that. Because um, I'm just so important. You're I so don't important. have time. You're so um, important. But are, are MFM going to record this week even though Elvis died? I don't know. I hope not. Because, like, that actually genuinely made me oh, cry. Oh, devastated. That cat is so cute. And um, when they put up the, the guy put up the little cartoon? Yes. <sighs> R.I.P. Elvis. R.I.P. Elvis. It's so sad. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous cat. Like, it's so fun. And she obviously, she loved him so much. Like, she adored that animal. So sad. But, um, I don't know. I'd, I'd say they will record. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Emma just did the signs of money. Money, 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 money. Money. I wish I had their fucking money. We will never have that money because we can't hold on to money because nope. we're really bad with money. Terrible And money. we love spending it on shit. That we don't Like need. going on holidays and buying crap. We have been on holidays. I know, I've so got loads long. of money. I've got loads of money because we haven't so been able to sad. do anything. It's the fucking saddest shit in the world, man. It's not really the saddest shit in the world because people are dying. That's sadder. But like, I'm sad that I can't go on holidays. Yeah, no, I would really like to go on holidays. Well, I, I was in holidays. town today. Towny town. Yeah, on I Grafton it, Street. What was it like? It was busy, but I was able to keep my distance yeah. and we wore our masks the whole time. Good, yeah. Um, That's the best thing to do. And 
yeah, so we were in there today. It's uh, it's very pretty. It was nice to be able to go in and do something normal with Lily. Yeah. Um, but it was still like, oh, I put so many people just standing around drinking. What's this thing with drinking on the street in Dublin? Teeling's whiskey take away like whiskey cups. Oh, take away Guinness I've seen cups. loads of people putting those Teeling whiskey cups up on Instagram, and yeah. I was like trying to figure out. I thought it was. I, don't know I where thought it was like a coffee. No, unless it is. I thought it was like a coffee thing, like an Irish coffee. Yeah, thing? I didn't understand what it was. That's genuinely what I thought it was, and then I was like, "Where is this whiskey on the front?" Um, I don't understand what's happening. Is this a branding thing or something? Um, you yeah. know that pub Mary's. Yeah. Um, smallest pub in Dublin yeah they were because um, it's a fucking hallway it is with a bar so everybody was outside that drinking they were all drinking like Guinness and whatever right um, so yeah it was just it's odd it's isn't it? odd um, it is fucking odd like. but just when you're in there you feel bad for all the people in there working and I know but then it's like but we need to work because that's the thing it's the whole thing is a fucking oh it's a mess I don't know what to do I'm just gonna keep how doing things but you feel very guilty about the whole thing I feel guilty you told your therapist how guilty oh yeah she but she understood like she said that's totally normal and she said that because this is a massive this is like we don't understand she's like this is we're processing trauma right now because this trauma this is trauma like we our entire lives have been upended yeah. Like there has been a massive change in your life and your life is going a completely different direction. And it's not only you, everybody is. And I know there's a comfort with being like everybody's in the same boat, but there's also the frightening thing of everybody's in the same boat where it's like there's a massive shift in the world and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. So we're all experiencing it at the same time. But I just have a weird guilt thing where it's like, I understand that people have to work, but me going into a place and being like, hello, can you feed, can you give me food? And this person's giving me food and they're seeing so many other people and they could potentially get sick. I can't get rid of that guilt. But then they have to work. I have to work. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Listen, all I know is I want to go to France in May. France in May. I want to go see Bikini Kill. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I would like to go see Bikini Kill. If it doesn't happen... Here, you told me that Bikini... That Ashlyn Hannah... Not Ashlyn. Kathleen Hannah is following Ashlyn. Kathleen Hannah is following Ashlyn. Kathleen Hannah is following Ashlyn on Instagram. Yeah, she took a screenshot of it the other day and put it up on our group chat. I find this... And I was like, like, what? I don't don't actually think I messaged her back. But Ashlyn was like... She's like, she totally followed me by accident. She's going to unfollow me soon. And I was like, maybe she didn't. Um, That's insane. Mm. Like... Kathleen Hannah, follow us. Follow us. I'd really like to meet Kathleen Hannah. <laughs> you look really stressed out about this. Like, I think I'd really, like, I'd really like to meet her and then I also wouldn't like to meet her. Yeah, I'm like that about famous people. And I'd like to meet her husband. But I also don't care about famous people either. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Like, it's I've, not, re- I re- I've reached that point in my life where I'm like, I don't care I've about I've never you. in my, in the history of my life have I ever like okay, freaked out care. or like no. had a desire to meet anybody famous. I don't care about what But I would you. like to say that I like to say hello to her. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, yeah. so cool. She is cool. She is very cool. She's a cool lady. Um, she's an amazing feminist icon. She's a cool lady. She does whatever the fuck she wants. She does. She's very rich as well. Is she very rich? Yeah. Her husband's very rich. She's very wealthy too. She is, Did Bikini Kill make a lot of money? Bikini Kill. It's all the other shit she did. She's a writer. She works with other bands. She's done lots of stuff. She's a producer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a producer. I'm a producer Producer of poop. We produce this. Poopy Colin, do, Colin doesn't do anything we're, just, we're, just, we're making him feel good about himself yeah. I sit for hours editing this podcast <laughs> You don't even know how to, to trigger Don't, don't even know track. I just go What's that? What does that mean? Yeah. A little square pop up And I'm like I don't know what that means um, So Yeah No Colin's great Thanks Colin we love you um, Are you reading anything? No actually I've just been watching I watched um, Oh everybody If you get a chance uh, Watch Michaela Cole's TV show I May Destroy You It's on HBO I illegally downloaded it. But it's... If you have Sky Atlantic, it's on Sky Atlantic. Atlantic. It's great. It's fucking so good. So good. Like, really sad. Really fucked up. There's a lot of tea scenes, which I was like... Oh, a lot of sex scenes. Really? Yeah, a lot of sex scenes. Like Some, unnecessary sex scenes? No, and there's not really. They weren't unnecessary. Like, I mean, they weren't unnecessary. They were they, like Game of Thrones sex they, scenes. No, they moved the plot on. They did move the plot on. Like there wasn't just banging for banging's sake. They okay. actually did like move the plot on. But it is fantastic. It's really, really good. It's very sad, but then yeah. it's very joyful. And watch it. 
She's amazing. I love Michelle I said Kong. a clip for a movie today, which I don't know the name of. I don't know the name of any of the actors, but I just think I should tell you. <laughs> because the guy, this is how you tell me everything, I know, Sarah. <laughs> but it's the guy you find really attractive from the Marvel movies with this metal arm. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. And then the Scott, not Scottish fella, the Northern Irish fella that was in that those awful movies, the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Jamie Dornan. Yes, they're both in it. What's it about? And a girl, it's like a love triangle-y thing. Oh, it looks quite good, but... And that man that you find attractive is in it. I like Sebastian Sands. And he looks like he has a lot of sex in it. I don't want to see that. I do. No, <laughs> this is the thing. There's a difference between me and you. I don't want to see his naked arse. No, I don't see his naked arse. I say it's like, you know, you know those like fake... Well, all fake... All sex scenes are fake. But you know those like ones are where they? it's like, this is how we make love. We're making a and love. And no one in the history of the world has ever made love <laughs> like that. Like no one Whenever I watch those uh, Movies where there's like Those lovely sex scenes I'm like Your penis is in her navel It literally is like right there Yeah like yeah. And <laughs> any, any person Has been able to just Slide his penis Into a lady's yeah. vagina it just goes, Without it like Needing any form yeah. of help It's not true with ladies Or yeah. or gentlemen Unless your vagina is like that size Unless, No one's vagina is that size Might be Mine is <laughs> So <laughs> You don't know. I do know. You walk Your vagina is a the, muscle. If the wind hits it, it's like <laughs> you like whistle. Yeah, my dad used to say that about me because I had a surgery on the my, <laughs> surgery on my arse. I when was, I had surgery on my arse to like make me feel better about it, he was like, "Ah, oh, you know, Sarah, she whistles when the wind blows." <laughs> I was listening to um, Pete Holmes' podcast the other day, and he had that guy. Who's Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is an American comedian from Saturday Night Live. No. Uh, about that? no he had Thomas Lennon on it he, oh I know who P. Holmes yeah, is big tall guy yeah he's like really happy and he had Thomas Lennon on it and Thomas Lennon told a story where he was uh, his son is really into horror movies so he was like okay let's watch a horror movie together and they watched American Werewolf in London and Thomas Lennon hadn't seen it in years but in American Werewolf in London there's a really long super graphic love scene is there? yes I've never seen it he meets this nurse when he gets to London I believe and like Thomas Lennon is, he's like, there's a part in it where he's literally like making out with her hip bone for about five minutes. And his son and him were just in the room like. <laughs> and then he was like, we didn't make our kind of, we didn't look at each other. But he's like, I totally forgot that this was in the movie and it was like completely unnecessary. He was like, it's, I'd go, and it goes on. I remember, well, I've seen that movie a couple of times. That scene goes on for, like to the point where I'm like, skip, skip, skip. Like it just keeps going. And he's like kissing like every part of her. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like going to town on her hip bone. Her hip yeah, bone. Her hip bone. She's clearly be like, get up. Matt, get the fuck. I don't like, have time for this. I've got move work. over an inch. <laughs> go to work in the morning. Don't, don't go to I need you to move over and down. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, now that's this is only going like... to take about 22 seconds. <laughs> but that is, you know, when you're watching something and there's like, oh, when you're like, I remember like watching stuff with Casual. my parents. just want to die. Crawl into a hole. Do you know what the thing for me? My parents never really watch movies, but my parents used to watch stand up. But yeah, because male co- comedians talk about sex so much. Yeah, and so my dad, like my dad, was like obsessed with Richard Pryor. Yeah, and Richard Pryor used to talk about sex. He's very blue. It's always very, a blue. Very, very, is, is he blue? blue? Is, is he blue? blue? He is very blue. Um, and I'd just be sitting there and be like, I'd be funny, but I'd be trying really hard not to laugh. Yeah, because then you're like, because like, yeah. no, then I'd be giving the game away that I know you're aware of this. Oh, I'm aware that this. Is... <laughs> but then, like when I think about it. Why was I even concerned about the fact that I knew about it? Because they were like totally fine me watching this. Yeah. They used to watch it with me. Because that's your 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 brain being oh, like, I'm like, not meant to... There's Jesus a line Christ. between like sex and your parents yeah. that you're meant to keep. That doesn't really exist in my house. It's one of those households. Yeah, it? it is one of those households. Because my parents are so young. Yeah, that's a... And we're really young when they had us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they weren't like having sex around us or anything. That's not what I mean. But it was just That's like... not what she means. <laughs> <laughs> but it just wasn't like a taboo subject. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like they would talk about sex and we would talk about sex and we would make jokes about sex and like oh, no, I die. and then I'd be like, the dinner's rotten, man. <laughs> Yeah. What you doing to that mint? You <laughs> <laughs> passing my perfume. Um, I want to spray a little spritz perfume on myself. Okay, Jesus. Uh, Jenny Glow, sponsor us. Jenny Glow! <laughs> Jenny Glow, sponsor us, please. Oh, this is beautiful. Send us free perfume, Jenny Glow. If anybody is looking for a hack of any perfume... <laughs> An absolute knockoff of expensive perfumes. Jenny Glow is your woman. Buy Jenny Glow. We'll put it up on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's what a picture of me up holding a bottle. 
I don't know how she's getting away with it. Jenny, how are you getting away with it? I don't know how she's getting away with it either, because it is as clear as day. This is UFO, the one I have a solid panel like blue, and it's not named any different. No. It's named the exact same That's thing. That's the same colour as the alien ball. Yeah, the blue one is <laughs> the same colour as the solid shaker like blue. Jenny Glow. And what's Fuck the alien? Is the alien bottle called... Oh, it's called Alien. It's called Alien, yeah. And this is called UFO. UFO. <laughs> <laughs> These are the fucking Tom Street markets. Uh, That's honestly what this is. Um, Good woman, Jenny Glow. We love you. Up the flats. Up the flats. You up the Colin's family. There's a rap song by some female rapper called You Up the Flats. There is. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen it, I think, on Colin's like, Facebook page. You up the flats. You up the flats. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I have a serious question. Go on. And it's something I don't understand. Hit me. So I saw this post on... Do you need to put on glasses? No, like I'm because I don't... I understand it to a degree, but then another side of me thinks this is just capitalism. Okay, go. Cool. So there's a thing in order he news the other day where they found like 80 grand worth of counterfeit goods. Okay. Okay. So they were like, there was like, a, the guards were like, stop buying counterfeit goods. Don't buy counterfeit goods. Why? I don't know. Is it because they're not paying tax? Yeah. Fuck you. But also... People can't afford... Like, it's... It just... It seems so unbelievably classic. Why were the... Why were the... What? Did the guards come out and be the like, stop buying counterfeit... The guards were like, counter- stop buying counterfeit goods. What, but what, they, what kind of goods were they? they um, those fake goose... Goose jackets? Can, Canada, Canada goose? goose. This is Canada goose Nike runners. Like, stop buying counterfeit goods. Mm, these runners are being made for five cent in sweatshops anyway. Well, uh, so most I mean? of the counter counterfeits... So there's a whole, like... A legal market, obviously. I know it's so, tax. I know that's what it is. I know it's tax. But I get most that. of the like Canada Goose and most the trainers definitely are made in the same factory. Yeah. Um, as the other ones, as the other ones. or if they're not made in the same factory, what they've done is they've stolen the pattern. Yes, like the they've pattern, just taken the pattern and brought it to whatever yeah. factory they're working in. But it just was like, I I can't. It's very easy for people to say don't buy counterfeit goods because obviously they were like oh it's damaging uh, retailers and it's but it's not though because if you know if a retailer is selling Canada goose okay then the people who are buying the counterfeit ones can't ever afford them that's what I'm saying and the the retailers that are if a retailer is selling Canada goose and regularly selling a Canada goose they are making a fucking Mm -hmm. fortune and that shit is so overpriced. Mm. Like the markup they're making, the markup Nike make, the markup Adidas make. These people are making so much money and just telling a couple of people down the flats. Oh, shy. Are you okay? Yeah, just supposed to to never anywhere. Just telling people down the flats. Don't buy a don't buy an old fake Nike pair of Nike runners there. Like it's, it's, I know it's tax. I know it's tax. I know that's the legality purpose of it but at the same time I'm like, so, just fucking buy a pair, like. But I do, I do think now there's a whole, there's a difference between the cosmetic ones. So yeah. There's a whole lot of counterfeit because cosmetics. I know they can be dangerous. They can be dangerous. They can be really. Because I remember when I worked in Mac, and I, I don't know if this is true, but I remember one of the managers in Mac telling me that uh, she all the fake Mac brushes were made from rat's hair. No, it's not true. And I was like, I feel like that's not true. Yeah. But Mac is a cult. Yeah. So um, they're all out there drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, so. no. And also, um, you can't make anything from rat's hair because it's far too short. And it's where the, why were they making And where were they hair? getting the rats? They just got synthetic hair. Why the um, fuck were they stabbing rats like with yeah. scissors? Fucking dead, right? Shaving them. Um, shaving, shaving a rat. Shaving a little rat. Um, no, yeah, it's just, they're not. But I know the counterfeit makeup in particular can have like stuff in it that's like... Dangerous. Don't, don't use in your body. And it's not tested. And I get that. I do. But like, I just was like, it was so... I don't know. I just, I feel bad because it's like, why shouldn't people have what they want? What they want, nice things. Like how, I understand it's tax, but like, anyway, I just felt, I feel bad for people because I know families are out there struggling trying to get the kids what they want. And kids want that stuff. And kids want that stuff. That's why I felt bad. And I was like, it's two weeks before Christmas. And listen, I get it. Like these, a lot of this shit comes from bad sources. But at the same time, I'm like. Um, But that Canada Goose uh, store has a store now on Grafton Street. Oh yeah. I think it's like a pop-up. For Christmas. And it was literally like a lineup of, uh, we're probably going to have to cut soon, of like wannabe drug dealers. Oh, I understand. That's all the buys I got. It was just like playing to their demographic. Yeah. yeah. It was like, if you're a 15 year old, wants a Canada Goose jacket, and you're living. You know the Canada Goose they give them. In like social housing, mm-hmm. or you're like a um, working class individual. Yeah. You cannot afford. No. To buy your child a Canada Goose jacket. It's so expensive. Graham sent me a meme today of like a 
was like a woman pouring like uh large amounts of like liquid into a glass. The glass was like overfilling and it was like a uh, really badly behaved child with potential um mental health issues and scang her mothers at Christmas yeah. and she was just like pouring. Yeah. Um and I know that's like probably like a horrible classist thing to say, but like I come from a family where the amount of money that would be spent at Christmas by certain individuals in it's my like, family and in the rest of the year they have no Nothing. money and putting people putting themselves, themselves in, in debt, debt. Like and people, I know it's really difficult to say to it your is, kids you can't have that hard, but there has to be like I don't have kids hands up but I was told as a child no you're not getting that yeah. you are not getting that huh? and I was like okay like I can't get it because my mother doesn't have this money slapped across the face get, for even thinking yeah, about coming like, out of your room but like that's the thing it's like you don't if I was like, can I have this fucking 400 euro pair of runners? Yeah. I would have been laughed at. Yeah. I would have been. And the, this is the thing. They're creating this false idea for their kids. Yeah. Where they're like, I'm going to buy you all this stuff. And then in January, I won't be able to pay the electricity bill. Yeah. So I'm potentially harming your future by buying you stupid shit at Christmas that you have no respect for because you're 11. And you didn't buy it. Yeah. Like yeah. you're a kid. You don't understand the consequences. Like... like no, I'm sorry. Fucking buying iPhones for 10-year-olds. I don't understand. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, there has to be a line where you're like, you are a child. Yeah. Like, you do not... Because when I was 10, I didn't understand... Well, I did kind of because I shouldn't have, but I... But, like, the idea, the concept of money is so alien to children. Like, the, It's alien to children who... Like, uh, so it depends on your upbringing, but, yeah. like, I had... I have a really odd relationship with money because of my upbringing. Yeah, me too. So I get really nervous when I'm getting paid. Yeah, me too. Um, Maybe I'll talk about that. And um, I really understood the value of money very early because my mum would have like... We knew too much about money. Yeah, I would have always side known when like my parents had no money. We knew too much about I knew that my it. parents were like constantly struggling. Yeah. I knew that like there were times where we didn't have like a phone or like... I thought like the yeah. thing was cut off yeah. um, you were always aware that like, we had very so issue. like yeah, when yeah. it came to Christmas I was always like I never asked for much never asked for anything I was exactly never dude. asked for much never and then I would and then I'd hated Christmas yeah because I never got what I wanted yeah, because, but, then but I didn't like ask asked. for it yeah um, and then but you didn't ask for it but they were out buying Richie fucking sovereign rings yeah I didn't, I didn't ask for it but Richie did and then it was like a difference and so Richie would ask for like jewellery or a bike or yeah, like yeah, runners yeah, yeah, yeah. or things and I'd be like I just can I have a book that I'm never going to read <laughs> exact same yeah. and we'd be like what's your one for Christmas a coat yeah I got a, a coat, coat one year I got a coat one year and I was so annoyed it's a 13 a I, coat. I got a coat and uh, a Lord of the Rings fucking paperback I already had the thing upstairs in my bedroom and um, I got my coat like a week before Christmas so then on Christmas morning I got up and got a Lord of the Rings paperback did you get really upset yeah I was devastated did and then my mother blamed it on my new pill are you fucking kidding yeah, me yeah and I was like I got a coat and she was like you asked for a coat and I was like I need a coat to stay warm and not only that like clothes you know when you go get a Christmas outfit yeah. that's not like a present that's yeah. your Christmas outfit I remember leaving the house Christmas day and getting uh, walking up to Yvonne's house and then going to the car park at Tesco's in Clondalkin and playing with the shopping trolleys I was like, Christmas is shit, Yvonne. Christmas is shit. And Yvonne was like, I got all this cool shit because my parents have loads of money. Minted. And I was like, fuck you. Minted, Doc. Get in that trolley. <laughs> 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 and we had the best Christmas. Christmas, lads. Christmas. Hey, um, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Also, it's none of my business what you get your children. Get your children whatever you want. Oh, it's all of my business. I just, when I see 10 year olds with iPhone out, I'm on a skull and I knock it out of their hand. Lily did this thing. It's an immediate reaction. She tried to I manipulate me. But what? She said, um, it's like this new, like, watch for kids. Must have a SIM in it or something. It's not an Apple Watch, it's like a VTech one. Oh, cute. And you can ring or text your mum or oh, dad. cute. But that's safety. That's and, good. But if, um, yeah, Lily was like, uh, oh, I'd love one of those. And I was like, you're not getting one. And she was like, oh, I'd love one of them because then I could ring you when I'm sad and I miss you. Oh my God, she's a little shit. And I was like, you're not getting one. She's a little you've shit. Never, you've never been away from me for that long that they can miss me that much. Isn't it amazing how they know what to yeah. say to get around like, you? Like, I miss you when I'm in school. I could ring you. No, you can't. You're in school. I was like, you're in school. Um, so anyway. Kids, man. Yeah. Are these your snag tights? These are my snag tights. I love snag tights. Me too. I, I Sponsors. Snag tights. I tell you what, people that have Body. been influenced. Jenny 
to an nth we are Odis and everyone Odis Odie needs to sponsor us Jenny Glow needs to sponsor us buy snag tights they're amazing these people aren't sponsoring us but snag tights no are one is fucking there. no amazing. one sponsored us no ever. one is no one has given us shit so just FYI we talk about stuff we're just like we like these things. I think it's because um we potentially are going to be held liable for something. Yeah, like I feel like if people listen to this podcast, we're like, we can't sponsor these no. people. We can't give. They will say something eventually. That I don't know. Ruckus. Yeah, no, that's true. Ruckus. Um. Anyway, this week, um, have you got any? What's the thing we say? Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. I have no housekeeping, but just to um, say thank you to people that are continuing to buy our merchandise. I'm in shock. And I really appreciate it. We, we I'm making really new merch. It. Sarah's going to make new merch. But you have to give me ideas on what you want. Yeah. So I've done something around bees. Send a stamped addressed envelope to... Uh, Sarah and Emma. Sarah and Emma <laughs> at where? D12. D12. <laughs> They'll know who we are. Um, we're, we're very famous around these parts. I've done bees. Yeah. I'm trying to figure something about Bocker Bailey. We'll figure it out. Can we do that? Yeah. His name's not fucking copyright. That's not even his name. I know, but still. Anyway, up the rat. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do an up the rat t-shirt. And um, people, I was on our Podbean. Yeah. And people are listening from like the oddest, not the oddest places, but it's just people in places in the world that you I'm like, think are like, how have they found us? There's people in Moldova. Moldova? Nil points. <laughs> That's all we know about Moldova. Um, And then someone, because I put up on Twitter and someone was like, it just makes me so happy to think of someone in Jerusalem. There are people in Malta, Oman, Qatar, Russia, Singapore, Zambia. Zambia! Zambia. I would love to go to Zambia. Uh, Brazil, Guernsey, Greece, Croatia, Jersey, Moldova and Malta. Amazing. I was just like, and then uh, Sarah Arrow was like, an East Wall. An East, shout out to the East Wall. And I was like, East Wall is, has its own little ecosystem. I love East Wall. Um, I actually so, really like East Wall. Call you know, like all the amazing people that are listening to us. But right. I just honestly, really do you boring. know what I'd really like? But I'd really like if someone could like write into us and tell us. From Jerusalem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like Zambia. I mean, like, Please write to us if you're yeah. in Jerusalem, Zambia and, or Moldova. But they probably have stopped listening to us immediately. Yeah. Um, go on. No, but if you're in Moldova, write to us. We really don't know anything about Moldova. Tell us about Moldova. Other than it gets no points. Other than you love Ireland the Eurovision. Love the Eurovision. Yeah. Ireland never gives them any points. Ireland are a pack of cunts. Um, have you got any housekeeping? People keep tweeting us. Uh, no, just Instagram. Loads of messages. People, thank you very much. I'm catching up on messages. I'm very slow. I'm very, very sorry. Work is mental, so I just haven't got a chance. And then when I'm here at the weekends, I'm watching TV shows and eating. And I'm you're getting, not eating. I'm getting my period. So now I just want to absolutely get pizza from Domino's right now but I'm not going to do it oh did you hear about this fucking lunatic in England that like said uh, what the guy who wrote that like awful um, headline about the Hillsborough did you see this today no I haven't seen anything what is it so let me get this let me get it let me get it because I was like what the hell so do you know the way you were telling me that story about in Liverpool if you have the oh the sun, sun is, ba- is banned in Liverpool yeah so whoever wrote that headline wrote a headline today that literally was like I won't cry for the Irish because when uh, during like World War Two um, they didn't come and help uh, them they didn't come and help fight the Nazis so it must be just cool to kill like uh, what six million Jews it's pretty, yeah no I'm I'm t- like you're paraphrasing I'm paraphrasing was this on like the BBC News he it's whatever his name is I don't know his name oh, but geez. he was the editor in chief of the Sun newspaper and um, wrote that Hillsborough uh, headline that like really fake one that oh, like mate. blamed it on mate, the you're Liverpool you're off the wrong people mate um, and then because of Brexit he decided this was like what he was going with <laughs> Like, and it was all over Twitter. What's wrong with everyone? I'm also, sorry. Trump supporters, will you just go home? Go what home. are you doing? No one fucking cares. Everyone thinks you're crazy. Just please know this. You're like me at the end of the night looking for a kebab shop. Just bunch of fucking nutjobs. Go home. He lost. Move on with your lives. Find a new Nazi to fucking salivate over. You're so boring. Guardy, the Irish kept their lights on at night so that Nazis knew what direction to fly when bombing and killing mainland Britons while they slept. Like there's a whole thing going on, and it's literally on Twitter, and it's like people just saying that like whilst World War Two was happening and the Blitz were happening, that the Irish were like trying to get the Nazis to blow up Britain even more, and that we refused to go and like fight. And I was like, 
I know plenty of Irish people that join join in Germany. We live in a neutral country, and also during the like eighty percent of Ireland had no electricity. We had nothing. So I don't know how we kept on the lights. We had candle um, flags. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Who is this? This is the guy that wrote the article. Yeah, I think it's are people um, flipping him. Who's Peter Robert? Peter Robert. He is like fuck Peter the Probert. Irish. I think I could be wrong oh, with the name. Of course, his name is Peter Probert. Prolapse, you cunt. <laughs> Where is he, Peter? I won't be dropping. His name is Kelvin McKenzie. I Kelvin won't be McKenzie. dropping it here for Ireland. They are a tax haven much bigger than the Caribbean, designed to attract the US companies who pay 0 to 2% in profits. The Irish loved the Germans. They were neutral against the Nazis. One in five to save six million Jews. The Irish kept their lights on at night so the Nazis knew the direction to fly when bombing and killing. Ross said, so apart from no electricity in Ireland, flying east to west because it was er, the quickest route to Blighty, the interning of German crews, the return, return of Allied crews, the guidance for USAF planes, what do the Irish ever do for you, for you, you pair of ticks? It's so bizarre. Somebody said, just wondering which flight path plan the Nazis used to fly over Ireland on their way to bomb Britain, Peter. Irish people did, however, signal to German bombers by using light fire spelling error to prevent them bombing our country. But you believe whatever suits your agenda. Jesus Christ. People calling him a gal. That's the funniest word in the world. A gal! I love the word gal. Jesus. Apparently he's after the Scottish. He's after everyone because he's a cunt. Look at the fuck. Oh, he called uh, Scotland Jockey Stan. Jesus, Mary. Yeah. Dublin was bombed five times by the Luftwaffe in 1941, according to famous North Strand bombing, leaving the lights on to help them would have been bonkers. Jesus Christ of Almighty. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's to do with Brexit. It is to do with Brexit because they fucked up. So Anyway, whatever. Do you know what I say? What? I'm thinking I might order a pizza. Yay! <laughs> Maybe. Attention feminists! Murder Most Irish merchandise available now from teespring.com. Plain boring old tees getting you down? Hey buddy, does your huddy scream fuddy duddy? Spruce up your wardrobe with brand new and improved MMI apparel exclusively from teespring.com. Don't be a mug? Buy one of ours. Like to steal things? Conceal your identity at the local shop and go with a kooky face mask. Be the swingingest crazy bag lady on the block with our organic totes. Murder Most Irish merchandise at teespring.com for all your murder feminist needs. Teespring.com is a third-party company. All stock manufacturing, purchases and refunds are handled exclusively by them. Any queries should be directed to www.teespring.com. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. What's your story? This week's story is the murder of Sister Philomena Lyons. Okay. And Sarah Arrow... Arrow! Uh, Sarah Arrow with the greatest surname of all the time. The greatest surname of all time. Truly. And probably one of the funniest human beings. Sarah's awesome. Uh, of all time. Um, sent me this on Twitter, I Twitter think. Bench. She was like, do you know this? This happened in my hometown. And I knew this fella. That's crazy. Arrow. And, yeah. And she was like, and like, tell me some other things that I don't know if I'm allowed to say on the podcast. So I'm not going to say them. Um, tell me after, yeah. I'll tell you after. Okay. We'll ring her. We'll have a conference call. Okay. Uh, we'll do a Zoom. We'll do a Zoom. Um, so, this is the murder of Sister Philomena Lyons. I got all my information from the Independent, the the Crime Lab. It's like an RTE thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the Irish Times. And Sarah Arrow. And Sarah Arrow. <laughs> and a reliable source. <laughs> Mm, she gave me some inside information. Sarah's imagination. <laughs> Sarah Arrow made this entire story. Yeah, I'm it. Um, and I I remember this story because of, like it's a nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister Philomena Lyons was born in Christiani. Was born not in. Was born Christina Lyons in Rahan Mallow, County Cork, in 1932. In 1950, she entered the Order of the Daughters of Our Lady of the Sacred Heart. That's a mouthful, isn't that it? That is a long. You just have to break that one down. Having trained as a primary school teacher, she spent six years teaching in Belmower, New Jersey in the US <gasps> before she returned to Ireland and taught for 35 years in St. Bridget's National School in Bally Bay, County Monaghan. She had been a nun for 51 years. Wow. Do you reckon she ever had sex? No. Well, I mean, some of them do. I think it's ludicrous that they're not allowed to, but some of them do. I always think whenever I see them, 
They're having a grand time. They're happy. Do you know what I mean? They're like, I don't give a fuck about any of this outside shit. Yeah. I'm just wearing my habit. Doing some gardening, Doing cooking some garden, food. Hanging out with my friends. Doing the rosary. Very rarely any men around me. There's very few men around me. Yeah. I think they're having a great time. Anyway. My, my mother hates nuns. Uh, listen. <laughs> Kathleen hates nuns. Sister Philomena was said to be a very joyous person. She always had a smile on her face and enjoyed her work and devotion to God as a nun. She was a major part of the community as she taught generations of people within the school and she was described as peaceful and serene. She was also about to retire or she had just retired. Ugh, so it always happens. Um... On the morning of the 15th of December 2001, Philomena rose early and gathered her things. She was then helped by Sister Aloysius. <clears throat> Great I didn't name. know that. You have to change your name yeah, when you're you a nun. Yeah, change your name. Yeah. Um, you do, yeah. I couldn't... Uh, it took me forever to figure out how to spell Aloysius, by the way. It's a, it's, a, it's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, it's A-L-O-Y-S-I-U-S. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, uh, someone will write in and tell me I spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't add us um, in the con- so she was then helped by Sister Aloysius in the convent uh, in the convent out of the convent with her belong- belongings they walked down to the bus stop at the convent gate but Sister Philomena told her to go back as it was too cold and she would be fine waiting on her own Aww. it was 8.50am as Sister Aloysius walked back up to the convent she walked back to her back to her office and looked out of the window looking for Sister Philomena and the bus she noticed a man on the road up looking anxiously towards Bally Bay as he was looked as if he was waiting for a lift or for some vehicle or other she closed the curtains and thought nothing more of it she then went back to look a second time and he was gone as was Sister Philomena <laughs> at around 10am a lady coming into the convent saw bags outside the gate she checked them and realised they belonged to Sister Philomena. Oh, no. She reported them to the convent and was asked to bring them in. Nothing in the bags had been disturbed. Sister Philomena's phone was uh, there. There was money in her bag. It was all still in there. Sister Aloysius, Aloysius rang the convent in Dublin. She said, so at this point she thought that she was still on the bus. Right. So she said, please tell Philomena when she arrives. I'll be driving to Dublin in the next couple of days. I'll drop the I'll drop the items in. Tell her not to worry when she arrives. Sister Aloysius asked a convent in Dublin to get Sister Philomena to call when she got in, as she was now worried. Sister Philomena never arrived in a convent in Dublin, and at around four p.m., the nuns called the Garda. One shit organization ringing another shit organization. Um, Garda called Dorothy, got the call, and drove to the convent, arriving at four thirty. He took the statement and description of Sister Philomena saying she was wearing her nun's veil, a long blue coat. Where did they get those blue coats? They all wear the same blue coats. You know those navy coats they all wear? Oh, I love that coat. I know you do. Yeah, I'd be into that. With a scarf and that she was 69 years of age. She was small in height, very slim and wore large round glasses. By all descriptions, she looked like every nun I've ever seen. And her photo, she looks like every nun I've ever seen. Garda Cahill took the statement and then left the convent. He decided to drive around the convent seeing if he could see anything or any trail of the nun. He noticed a garden or a green area to the back of the convent and the gate into it was open. Okay. He parked the car and walked in to have a closer look. As he walked through the gate, something caught the corner of his eye. He went back and got his torch from the car. He walked towards it and when he got about six foot, six foot from it, he could see it was the body of Sister Philomena lying on the ground. Fuck. He immediately, yeah. he immediately called an ambulance. The body had no pulse and was cold to the touch. So he then cancelled the ambulance and said, we need a doctor here. I think the doctor's just pronounced to death. Um, he said, yeah, we need a doctor here. The lady is dead. He then phoned Sergeant Moore, the sergeant in charge of Ballybor. Garda Cahill Doherty walked back to the convent and asked for a priest and a doctor. Sister Aloysius assumed an accident on the pier or the road outside of the convent had ensued and she never thought that Sister Philomena was lying dead in the back of the convent. Oh my god, that's awful. The next things I'm going to get into, I'm just going to preempt everyone as a trigger warning. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to go on for about kind of 10 minutes and I'm going to go into detail. It's sexual assault. Um, Dr... Marie Therese Cassidy, so Dr. Cassidy, Cassidy. the state pathologist, was called and asked to come to the site to investigate the the death of the nun. 
Dr. Cassidy was called to the scene and on arriving she noticed fibres and hairs on the nun. She noted she had injuries to her legs and she'd scuffed and cut them whilst possibly kicking and crawling. Her scarf was wrapped around her neck and a veil was tight around her neck. She also had injuries on her ties, minor cuts and bruising. This suggested sexual assault or attempted sexual assault had taken place. She was lying on her back. Her glasses had shifted awkwardly off her eyes, but still on her face. Her eyes were open and bloodshot. Oh, fuck. And her clothing was dishevelled and disturbed. Again, leading Dr. Cassidy to think there was another motive for her killing. Oh, God. Sister Philomena's body was removed from the grounds of the convent and taken to Cabin Hospital for further investigation. It was determined very quickly that she had been sexually assaulted and murdered. Uh. I'm correct. It was decided that checkpoints coming into Bally Bay would be set up from early Monday morning to see if anyone had seen anything or anyone. Okay. Whilst these checkpoints are set up and ongoing, the collection of evidence and examination of Sister Philomena is still happening. It is noted that Sister Philomena's glasses had been sitting at an odd angle on her face and they decided to fingerprint analysis on them and they get a clear... Like a print on her glasses? They don't get a clear print. So oh. I then, after writing that, I went and watched like a documentary. And the, so Dr. Marie Cassidy is just like such an amazing She's woman. She's incredible. She has a, a book out, by the way. Um, so she was... She's so gracious as well. Yeah, 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 She like solves so many cases. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... But she was saying that, like, it's a big, like, collective effort. And so she said the guy that, like, took the fingerprints off the items. Yeah. She said he took a photo of it in, like, a high gradient in black and white because he thought that he would struggle getting the fingerprint off. And he didn't. He couldn't get the fingerprint off. Oh, All he had to go through was the photo. The photo. Um, okay. At one of the checkpoints in... Uh, the guard has stopped a car with three young men, it, men in it. They asked them the same question they have asked everyone. And the two men in front of the vehicle say they were not in the town on that day. But they point to the passenger in the back and oh. say he was. Oh! The guard walks around to the back seat of the vehicle. Keelan Heron says he was dropped into the village around 8.15, the morning of the murder, by his father. Now he was waiting for a lift to his job on a turkey farm, a town over he said he was in the town a short while, went to a shop, then walked out of town to Casablaney, uh, to Casablaney Road to get a lift. He got the lift and went to work. After this checkpoint was done, the guard in question felt this one piece of information was important and rather than leave it in a pile to be sorted, he brought it directly into the incident room and gave it to the good detectives. They're few and far between these good guards. Good man. It was decided that the guard would visit Keelan's home the following day and question him. He acted normally, he cooperated, and answered all of their questions. He was asked to give his fingerprints, and he obliged and agreed. They were taken and sent by fax to eliminate him as a person of interest. Okay. So they wanted to say this guy did not yeah. do this. Okay. Because they were like, he's acting like, he's <clears throat> been like, kind of, he's, yeah, been, he's been helpful. He's super not, like blasé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... They were sent by fax to eliminate him from the investigation because the guard did not feel he was connected. Of all the fingerprints of the impressions, the only one that was of good quality was the left forefinger. Okay. The fingerprint on the glass of Sister Philomena was the left forefinger. Okay. And was a match for Keelan Herons. <gasps> he got him straight away. The forensic officer was stunned and did not expect that the that this was the killer as he was being sent to be ruled out of the invis- investigation, investigation and not in. Fuck. Keelan Heron was a 19-year-old farm worker. He came from a highly respected family. His academic achievements were really poor, but he was socially competent and had an active social life with friends. Yeah. And a girlfriend of two years. Fuck, dude. Heron, who lived with his parents six miles from Bally Bay, has no previous convictions, was viewed as a good and reliable employee. He worked variously as a boner in a plant in a plant hire company and on a construction site. He was a pupil of the primary school in Latin where uh, where he had some learning difficulties and attended a remedial teacher. At about 6pm on Wednesday the 19th of December, a party of Garda arrives at the home of Keelan Heron. The door was open and the Garda walked in. They were met by Morris Heron, that's Keelan's father, and they informed him that they had a warrant for the arrest of Keelan and they would search the house and look for evidence. Keelan was asleep in his bed and was awoken by the Garda 
and informed he was being arrested on suspicion of the murder of Phil- Philomena. Keelan protested his innocence in the house in front of his family. He was then immediately questioned in a guard station and immediately admitted to the murder and rape of Sister Philomena. He didn't even really break down. He was just like, I did this. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the details he gave. Okay. He said he was in a local newsagent's on the morning of the murder buying juice and cigarettes. He spotted a tall, dark-haired woman walking past the shop and decided to follow her as he had an immediate urge to have sex with her. <sighs> she was around 200 yards up the road and I decided to walk after. This is a 69-year-old woman. This this isn't even her. This is a different woman. Oh, this is a different woman. Sorry, I beg your pardon. After a short distance of following her, I came across a man in a car. He was getting out to fix something on his vehicle. So I hid to avoid being spotted and let her walk on further up. I then walked on by to find the woman and I was... The final woman I was following had gone out of my sight. At this point, he I noticed a nun standing at the walk outside the convent beside the nursing home. I then made a decision to have sex with her instead. What the fuck? I approached her from the back, covered her mouth and face and pulled her backwards into the field behind the convent. I assaulted her, strangled her. Now, he says in a statement originally, I... Um... I killed her first and then had sex with her. Jesus Christ. Um, I then got up, went home and went to bed. Great. Good times. DNA evidence found on his genes at the scene provided her, <coughs> pr- proved he physically had been at the scene and had raped Sister Philomena before murdering her. Why did he say that? So then? he then decided to change a statement and he said that he raped her and then decided to kill her because he knew that she'd be able to identify him. What the Garda sources say Philomena never taught Heron, nor had he had, nor had he, nor had he any reason to seek to attack her or the other young woman that day. A psychiatric report commissioned shortly after he was brought to the court found him to be sane. And he'd never done anything like this previously. He'd never done anything like this previously. He has no criminal convictions. And even like Sarah was like, this guy was like, everyone was like, absolutely. Completely shocked. And a girlfriend of two years who he'd never done anything remotely out of character to. Isn't it crazy that that woman before the nun, he was going to rape her? And that woman before the nun stopped and talked to Sister Philomena. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is so messed up. The last person to see Sister Philomena was the lady that he was going to attack. And then he just attacked Sister Philomena. And then he lost sight of her. So he decided to attack the nun. And the guards say to him, Were you... No. Excuse me. There's a bit of like... Because, like, there's a couple of things that happen in this case that don't happen in any other case in the guard, in, like, whenever they're, um, investigating criminal assault when it comes to women. Yeah, because it's a nun. But because she was a nun, there was, like, this, like, oh my god, she's a nun. How could you have done that? And so, they ask him in questioning, were you aware she was a nun? And he was like, yeah, it was clear she was a nun. She was wearing her nun's outfit. Kind of habit, like. Like, she was clearly a nun. But I decided I was going to have sex with her. <sighs> Fucking man. Now he had been on a bender apparently like the night before. But like. But that's a that's a flip. Like that's a. That sounded like something that his solicitor entered into Kate. But anyway. Go on, I'm sorry. Um, this, I'm nearly finished. Sorry for interrupting. Garda sources say Sister Philomena never taught Heron, as I said, and they found him sane. The case went to court in July 2013. Karen admitted his guilt and gave an apology in court saying he was filled with deep sorrow for what he had done. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. He was released quietly after 10 years. Are you serious? In a statement to the media afterwards issued on behalf of Sister Philomena Alliance uh, family and her religious order of the Daughter of Our Lady of the Sacred Heart... Sister Bridget Brown said, Philomena would have forgiven Keelan Heron for this awful crime, which he must now deal with. She's right. But it's... So there's the conversation around why he got out so soon. Yeah. So he was sentenced to life. So why did he get out? His uncle's a judge. I fucking hate Ireland. I fucking... Ireland is just... uh, Ireland is so small. So it always means there's there's like six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. 
Your, your, your uncle's a judge, your cousin's a guard, your other uncle's a priest, somebody else works for, is in the fucking GAA, so you're going to get away with shit that you should not be getting away with. So he'd served 10 years in prison. He raped and murdered her. And he he killed her with her own scarf. Yeah. Choked her to death with her own scarf. And Dr. Marie Cassidy, so the like interview with her is really graphic. So I wouldn't have, like if, if you're trigger warned, I wouldn't advise anybody watching it. But she was like, it was like, she was like, her eyes were open. She was lying straight up looking at the sky. Oh my God. Like she saw everything, everything that was happening to her. He assaulted her first and then he killed her. So his brain was like, I'm going to rape this woman and then I'm going to murder her because I don't want to get caught for doing that. Yeah. But he just got up and went home to bed. That's the, but you hear so many stories of that, of like, but look at serial killers. These men are ma- a lot of these serial killers are married with children. They'll go out and they'll murder a woman, and then they'll go home and sit at the table and have dinner with their wife. Yeah, like the way that they're able to switch their brain off from this horrific thing that that they've done to like normality. Like if you did right, I have days where if I've done something wrong, I've never done anything like that. I won't sleep. No, I feel like guilty. that time that we had our fight yeah. in the first comments, which was not a fight. I didn't sleep. What's the fight? It wasn't a fight. You really hurt my feelings. No, you... I, I, <laughs> it was a non-fight. I sat up the entire night. Yeah, me too. I didn't So, sleep. like, I sat on the sofa and cried and Graham was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, none of your business. A, um, like, and I was four. like, the thing on the telly's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I have to go up brush my teeth. I remember texting you four o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And, and it's like that thing where I can't... If I, if some, if I do, feel like I've done something wrong, I can't switch my brain off. No. But these motherfuckers are murdering people. And then I often, I always just feel... I always feel whenever I hear anything like this, imagine getting that phone call. Imagine being someone's family member and getting that phone call. Yeah. Like, I can't. Now, apparently, it was quietly that he was released. So there was nothing in the news. There was no big hoopla No one cared. It It was just like he went back to Bally Bay or wherever he's from. Does he live there now? I don't believe so. And he was drinking in the pub and he was told to leave. Oh, someone was like, get out. They were like, you need to leave. You can't be here. Like, we all know what you did. Get out. Like, you're a fucking rapist and a murderer. You're a rapist and a murderer. Of a 69-year-old woman. Rape is heinous. Rape is always heinous. But there's just something so incredibly heinous when you hear about an well, elderly, elderly person woman. being raped. Just, there's something... Rape is always heinous, mm. regardless of who it happens to. But just the vulnerability of yeah. a person that age who can't they can't she couldn't defend herself she couldn't 70 years old like like. and the reason he had the reason she had the fingerprint on her glasses he grabbed her by her face from the back and so that's why his left his his left because the guards were like did you take her glasses off dude 9 o'clock this happened at 9 o'clock in the morning 10 to 9 in the morning by 10 to 9 she was so like she was raped and dead within like a matter of minutes of the nun walking in seeing him she, she closed the curtains closed sat the curtains down, walked got back, back up and he'd already pulled her around the back of the convent and then like the fact that her bags were there yeah they're sitting there I would like have that, that, even, that like, would have been immediate alarm bells to me I would have been like why the fuck are her bags there and yeah. what's going on oh man Jesus what the fuck every week is a new nightmare every week is a new nightmare and so, oh. so many things happen like people are always like because like I read a thing today where like Ireland is like the lowest murder capital in Europe and you're like it does it not the lowest but like one is of. one of the lowest it does but like nothing happens in this country when people get murdered no, that's the that's the problem like your story last week that yeah, guy's in fucking Foss yeah, having the time of his life he's up to in his courses and um, a little insider information about oh, the Foss oh go um the people that were teaching the course yes were told that they couldn't tell anybody in the course who he was or what he had done and he kept asking there was one girl in the yeah, shocker course that was like a foreign national and he kept asking her out and she made a complaint to say that she felt uncomfortable and not one person on that faculty told her who he was or what he had done because he is a danger yeah he is a threat. But not, like, he's a danger and he's a threat, but they're like, he's still walking to the bus stop and this woman who's, he's, who he's pressuring in class and is making feeling, un- feel uncomfortable, who brought it to the attention of others. It still doesn't know. Still does not know because the, like, Foss were like, we can't tell, we can't give that information out. Oh man, fuck Harland. Like. I agree with that journalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's wrong. 
We didn't turn the lights on to them. They we didn't have any lights have to any turn on. We didn't have any fucking lights, you ticks. Um, um, do you want to know why we didn't have any lights? Because the English kept it from us. <laughs> true. Took all our food and our electricity. Yeah. <laughs> Took it all. Took it all, did it? All the fossil fuels. <laughs> <laughs> Took all the pee out of the bogs. Just having the fuck about time. We're, we're joking. We love the, we love the Brits. Chuck here, law. Don't know, sir. <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> People are honest to God going to think this is a rap podcast. <laughs> It's not it's a rap not. podcast. How, I, I, you told me it was. It's not, it's I agreed to do it. <laughs> I was like, listen, I have this idea for a rap podcast. And Sarah was like, sign me up immediately. Um, you say you love them. <laughs> well, let me tell you a story. Um, we're not a rap podcast. John up the road will take your application he tomorrow. Um, that's incredibly sad and very, very distressing. And I just... Oh, I started listening to a new podcast the other day and the entirety of the podcast is just it's is meant, this, a, this yeah, let's not meet let's not meet um, once again my favorite murder Karen suggests so weird like, so Karen suggested this podcast yeah the other day and literally the next day it was number two in the charts wow like, that's the power they have Karen suggest our podcast <laughs> Karen's family are from Longford I guarantee you I know Karen's family well can you get in touch with them please Karen's family sponsor us um, but yeah it was like, it's called Let's Not Meet it's good the guy can be a bit annoying because he does this thing when he's reading a story he does the stammer I, I didn't know I'm... and it just so say like he's reading a sentence of like a girl a girl's or guy's telling me a story and they're like oh we went to the shop and then I said to my friend I didn't know but he'll do this thing where he's like acting it out so he does a little stammer oh. I, I, I didn't know oh no fuck off read the story read but the story. um 90% of the stories are like women being like I went out by myself and was nearly raped and murdered yeah and I was like what the fuck there's literally 90% of the story yeah. of that it's so annoying and frightening and scary and awful and just please stop hurting women. Like I can't. Ah, oh, stop hurting women. Jesus. Um. No. It's but thank honestly, you. That's very, 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 not very good. You're very well. Well, thank you for telling it. And I, I didn't. I knew of it, but I didn't know the details. I know. Yeah. Idea of, like, and know. I like the thing about that story, right? It's an awful story. Mm-hmm. But the thing about like all of the information in it, yeah, is the only other way for me to tell that story is. A nun went outside a convent. Yeah. A 19-year-old who had no previous convictions came upon her, brought her to the back of the convent, murdered, raped her, murdered, raped her, murdered her end of. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I just... Like, the she's so... She was 69 and she was little, like... And she'd retired. And she'd taught generations of, like... Generations of, like families and school kit like just like in that community like there's no don't get me wrong like nuns are bollocks yeah but um, like no woman deserves to have that happen but no her. one deserves that like, and like by all accounts she sounded like a good person a lovely woman a good kind person yeah like, in every and actually even if you're not a good person that don't shouldn't be happening to that. anybody it no. just should not be happening no, like you don't deserve that anyway men just go away mm. I really love dick but yeah I don't know how I feel about it it's fine, it's there. Like, whatever, I don't care. I do enjoy... I like food. And I like... Jenny Glow. Jenny Glow, for all your fake perfume needs. Hear you over there! <laughs> Did you hear Jenny Glow has dodging a band like Blue Rip Off? This is our ad for Jenny yeah. Glow. Yeah. Jenny Glow. How much for about 12 euro, you say, for 80 mil? Does she have, like, a podcast? Uh, get me a, in, get a website. Um, she does have a website and she also is on Hickey's Pharmacy. Hickey's Pharmacy. Uh Fleming's Pharmacy all the good Oh look pharmacies. at this uh, pretty box that she has Show me Look at this cute Get yourself some Jenny Glow Maher's Pharmacy Maher's Maher's Well it's Maher's isn't it Me or Mojo No reviews Looks good though Natural beauty bottled in luxury Yeah well listen here you go right An, an uh, ode to extravagance and fitness What? Listen it's a fucking counterfeit knockoff, right? Jenny Glow captures all the elusive fantasy. It's not counterfeit, actually. Sorry, and they're paying the taxes. They're paying the taxes. Uh, but here you go. Here, take a picture of me. Oh, with my... this is a this is a um, what you call a ripoff? Oh, the perfume. You ready? Uh, hold on. Oh my phone. Oh no! She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to blind me. I didn't know. It's off. Sorry. It says... No, it's off now. It's off now. Okay. Jenny Glow. Jenny Glow. Say Jenny Glow. Jenny Glow. Love it. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, if you want to get yourself a nice bottle of UFO with Jenny Glow, go to Mars Pharmacy, Hickey's Pharmacy. Uh, Jenny Glow. Shop and Cork. Jenny Glow.ie. Shop and Cork. Actually, it's Jenny Glow.co.uk or .com and not.ie. It's made in Turkey. This woman is not sponsoring us, by the way, at all. This absolutely sounds like she's sponsoring us. Uh, it's made in Turkey. We love Jenny And uh, we love it. Jenny Glow. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love Jenny Glow. Colin, do you have a song about Jenny Glow? Jenny Glow. I bet Jenny Glow sales. Through the roof. Do you reckon because of our... Absolutely. 75 people are, are listening to us. Influencing uh, 12, the world. 12 people in Moldova have just logged into JennyGlow.com. Their Zambia is online right now. Yeah, getting it. Getting Jenny Glow. Uh, Great name. Brexit, man. <sighs> Customs. Customs. Charges. See, this is why you need to shop Irish. Jenny Glow. <laughs> Jenny Glow. <laughs> because <laughs> she keeps <laughs> I hope uh, this episode record because that computer's being locked the whole time. Let's see. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, Yay! <laughs> okay, we're recording. Okay, everybody, have a lovely week. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Nearly. What day is it? Jesus, the 13th of December. I know. Fuck me. Have a great I can't 50. wait to be off. I'm very excited. Ooh, I'm very excited about not being at Are you sick of being got at? Well, then come on down to Liberty's Market where we have everything that anyone could desire at a reasonable price. Rolling papers, religious goods, sets, quit smoking stands, communion dresses, and don't forget the Jenny Low. Come down to the market. This will leave you smelling really fine. Na 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 Jenny Jenny Glow, Jenny Glow. What you mean you want to bring it back? But no you can't, I don't give a fuck if you have a receipt or not. That was obviously like that when you got it. That fake town was there already. We don't be trying to pull nothing here in the Liberty Markets. We're the salt of the earth, so we are. So if you don't like it, go fuck off, but you're not getting your money back, alright? Alright, alright.